Hi, everyone. Hi. My name is Josh. I'm a recovery from sexual addiction, video gaming, and anger. Great to see you. Um, Scott S. Stubby, we miss you. We're looking forward to having you back with us next week. And so uh, we're excited for that. Sorry, for those of you that got video, I do wander. So sorry that you have to keep moving a little bit there. But um, I'd like to start off today's lesson as we're talking about step four on the inventory. I like doing somewhat of a review, kind of like where we've been. Does that make sense to everyone? Okay, so in step one, step one is all about realize I'm not God which we, we try to do a lot of times, right? We, we realize that we probably are in denial of certain things, that I actually have issues, the realization that I am powerless to control my tendency to do the wrong thing, right? Step one. And if you're there, thank you for being here. <laughs> and so um, step two is is where, I, where do I find my hope? Where's my direction going, right? My, my hope is rested in Jesus Christ. I'm looking for that miracle. I'm looking for that help. And my hope lies strictly in Jesus Christ. The opportunity to experience acceptance, right? The opportunity to experience acceptance from God, the opportunity to experience acceptance from others or my own circumstances. He has the power to help me heal. That's step two. Moving on to step three, um, it's that surrendered aspect. His ways are better than mine, right? Where have my ways brought me, right? I mean, just look at our decision-making and what we've done, and, and we find we have destruction, right? His will, not mine. It's, it's a heart change reality that comes through Jesus Christ. And so in step three, we choose Jesus or, reject, or we reject him. We're faced with that opportunity. Choose Jesus or reject him. So here we are in step four. We made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. That's where we're at. And uh, uh, just, just total, total disclaimer, in a step study, and for those of you who have been around here a while, this is where people began to split unfortunately. Because steps one through three are submitting and we're answering questions. Oh, this is kind of cute. This is nice. This is fantastic. And then we get to the work of an inventory. And that's hard, right? In fact, a lot of that thinking of why am I doing this? Why am I digging up all this stuff. I, I, I thought I'd forgiven that. I thought I'd forgotten about that. But the truth and reality is, if it hurts so much, maybe God needs to do a little bit more work in there. Does that make sense? And God might, might want to teach us something through something called an inventory. Let us examine our ways and test them and, and let us return to the Lord. So I love the key word here and we've said it many, many times. Let us examine what? Our. our. So we're looking on our inventory what our stuff is. We have done a really good job throughout our life of pointing the finger, blaming everyone else. I mean, I still struggle. Oh, my wife. It's my wife. You know, it's this. And I always will find ways of why it's not me and it's someone else. And an inventory forces us into a place of examining our ways and hopefully finding some of those places of healing through that. 
while you're walking with someone doing the work. And that, that's, that's why I love recovery so much is, is I'm not doing it alone, right? We've, we've done it alone. Where did that lead? We're invited into places of honesty, transparency, and self-examination. I like that. So in this inventory, yes, people are free to split. They don't have to do this. This is not something that, hey, you're forced to do. You're encouraged to do. You want healing? You want to grow? You want to actually find out your part so you can work on your amends and your forgiveness and look at your character defects? You want, you want to do those things? Well, you got to do an inventory. And you got to do a thorough inventory and actually have the courage and the boldness to actually do it. I don't care if you're in a step study or if you're not in a step study, you can still do an inventory. After today, you literally call your sponsor up, tell me how to do an inventory. Okay? I don't care if you're in a step study or not. This is something you can do. In fact, my sponsor, when I'm complaining and saying, oh, how bad I have it, and oh, woe is me. Anyone been there, right, right? Uh, and, and, and my sponsor tells me, go, go, go put it on inventory. I'm like, I don't wanna hear that. I don't wanna discover my part. I'd rather complain, <laughs> right? I'd rather complain and grumble. Um, it's a chance to get out of the childlike mentality. You know, some of us, if, <laughs> let me raise my hand, all of us, can revert back to that childlike mentality at times when we're triggered in certain ways. And, it, and we're invited into a chance to get out of that. We're, we're invited into a chance to stop the blame and victim mentality and discover our part. And so uh, I encourage you to do so. We're gonna continue on here. Anyone like hearing bad news? Anyone? No, no, no one likes hearing bad news. If my wife says we need to talk, I don't really want to talk. <laughs> I'm either in trouble or whatever it may be. It's, it's, it's I don't want to talk. And for my brothers around here that they know me, I, I run from conflict. Part of it is the home I grew up in, but at the same, you know, we didn't deal with conflict. But anytime something's brought up, I automatically go back to those trigger moments, right? And may, may, maybe you have some of those little trigger moments, but no one likes hearing bad news. And, and so when we do an inventory, we're thinking of some of those things that I would rather just forget, right? Hence, why people leave. So if you're looking for healing, you're looking for growth, you're looking for all those things, we gotta push through it a little bit, right? And, and, and so, yeah, so the inventory, I don't, I don't care where you're at. If it's just a little bit on your first time, then let's, let's do a little bit, right? Talk to your sponsor, right? But let's make, I, I mean, for those who have been here a while, we've been through multiple step studies because we keep progress, not perfection, right? You know? <laughs> We, we keep running into situations where uh, we're struggling, okay, with certain things, and I still uh, am, am there. No one likes hearing bad news. And so uh, with the inventory, we're kind of forced into that situation. Here we go. Um, search me. Search me, O oh God, and know my heart. Test my thoughts. 
point out anything you find in me that makes you sad and lead me along the path of everlasting life. I love, uh, I love this scripture altogether, for sure. God know my heart. I mean, this is one of my, um, my common verses I run to. God search me I, when I'm doing my inventory. This is my, this is my verse I use because God search something in there that I'm either trying to like forget or push away or whatever it may be. God search my heart, bring it up on anything you want me to heal from. But there's a couple other things here. Search me and lead me. You guys see that? I love that because inventory is work, 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 work. But ultimately what we're looking at is God do it for me. (laughs) Does that make sense? Search me, lead me into some of these areas, right? And and so I'm not alone as I'm going through this inventory process. Uh, My Amazing friend and brother, uh, Scott Miller, always uh, did this lesson, so I'm honored to, to do that. Sorry, I'm going to cry if you're watching. Anyway, um, but <clears throat> he talked about the three characters quite a bit. Uh, I remember over the years, uh, him sharing these three different types of characters of what we portray to other people, right? The character we portray what we want people to see, the character we think we have, and the character we truly have. Sometimes there's three different answers for that, right? Uh, Maybe maybe there's like a, um, I'm gonna give you a couple examples here, but maybe you can relate to me. How about the Sunday morning Christian? Maybe you can relate to me. I'm, I'm, I'm putting myself there, right? The character we portray. Look at me. I'm at church. I'm doing the right thing. Does that make sense? Character I portray. Look at me. The character we think we have. I feel good for doing this task. I feel real good. I hope no one really knows what's going on. I hope no one finds out that I just got in a fight with my wife and my kids. Is you get what I'm saying? Right? And the character we truly have, what is really going on inside my heart? I'm gossiping about the speaker. I'm in denial of all my issues. Or I'm not even present and I'm so excited to get on my phone and look at sports scores. Right? The character we truly have. Right? Let's do another example. We as addicts. Right? I'm right there with you. We as addicts. The character we portray. See, I'm not using. See, don't you see? Right? I'm not using. Right? <laughs> see, I'm not using. The character we think we have, helpless to control my tendency to do the wrong thing. I have this helplessness with inside of me, right? That I can't actually do this. The character we truly have, I want to use. The character we truly have, I want to use. I want to drink. I want to do drugs. I want to... Uh, I, I want to do, do video games. I want to uh, have a conversation with the opposite sex that I know I shouldn't have. Right? The character I truly have, I want to use. How about for the codependent? We as codependents, I'm right there with you. The character we portray, I have the answer. <laughs> right? I'm right there with you. Okay? 
The character we think we have, if you just did what I said, things would get better. Right? And the character we truly have, do what I say or else. Silent treatment, anger, and I'm going to abandon you, whatever that looks like. Does that make sense to everyone? Right? The character we truly have. So uh, these characters, the, the whole inventory process is, 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 it, is asking us the big time question, who am I inside the heart? Right? We're trying to get to the character we truly have and ask God to change that character and to make little subtle changes along the way. Right? We didn't wreck ourselves in one day. It took a long period of time to get to the place where we are, okay? Um, so let's take a look at, at four different areas and, and to help us unpack this inventory aspect here. And, and if you can answer any of these questions, let, let's play a little game, all right? Let's play a little game. If you can answer any of these questions, you should do an inventory, <laughs> Plead the fifth, right? Yeah. Uh, and, and so if you can answer just one, just, just, just one question. I have a lot for you. But if you just answer one, then maybe you probably should do an inventory entry on it. All right, here we go. Um, so we're going to look at relationship with other people. Forgive us our sins just as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. Don't bring us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So we're asking... Um, Forgive, ask God to forgive us. And part of that process is going through, diving deep into relationships here. <gasps> first question, any, anyone, anyone get past first question? Who has hurt you? Can you answer that question? Right? I have a long list. I don't know about you. And I used to hold it against them. I still can go to those places too. I'm, I'm no, by no way healed in these areas completely. Who has, who has hurt you? That's a long list. Against whom you've been holding a grudge? I, I don't know about you guys, but um, we all have mom or dad issues, Right? We, we just do. Every single one of us does to a certain degree, right? I used to hold my dad grudge for like 20 years. You know what I'm talking about, right? For like 20 years, I'm going to pull that card out. See, dad, boom, you did this, right? Against whom are you still seeking revenge? Convincing myself that the silent treatment will show them. Right? My wife's shaking her head, yeah. <laughs> That's my sick thinking. Are you jealous of someone? We just got through a couple questions. Can you answer some of these? Man, there's a lot, right? Are you jealous of someone? So, for me... I'm insecure. I've always been jealous of the smart geek. 
I've always been. I always feel, I feel stupid quite often. And so that jealous of someone, even though I'm not malicious towards them or anything like that, it's still, it, it's still there, right? I'm, I'm intimidated of smart people, all those types of things. And God needs to work on those things, right? Um, next question, uh, who have you hurt? Two minute account, right? Two minute account. Intentional, unintentional. This is the one that God's stirring it within me. The unintentional hurts. Because far too often I take the unintentional hurts and I just go, that's their problem. <laughs> Without even addressing it. Right? My unintentional hurt I mask it, excuse myself from the situation, and say it's them. Anybody with me on that one? Yeah. Have you been critical or gossiped about anyone? Have you, have you tried to justify your bad attitude by saying it's their fault? Very similar to what we just talked about. Man, I see red in those situations. When I see a situation that seems unfair or unjust, I, 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 I just attack. And I understand. So if, with any of these questions, as we go through our inventory, we're going to take those names, those, those groups of people, those organizations, and we're going to put it on our inventory. My wife did that a couple weeks ago on how to do an inventory um, entry. Um, if you want to, feel free to go back, you know, a couple weeks uh, to that specific lesson. Uh, but um, we take those names, we put it on there, and then we work that specific situation. Uh, the second thing that we're going to look at is priorities in life. So our priorities in life get a little bit skewed, right? Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. And so highlighting need. Um, he's going to give us what we need. And when, when we see that, oftentimes we look at God as give me what I want, <laughs> right? But what we, we really need is what we need, right? <laughs> Not necessarily what we want. And often, far too often, those are times and moments where God is working and God is teaching. Remember, the miracle we see comes from God. We have shown that we lack the power of self-control. Haven't we shown that power? We lack the self-control of being critical. We lack the self-control of drinking or using drugs or binging out on whatever. We lack that self-control. The miracle we seek comes from God. So um, others see our priorities by our actions, not our words. So other people will see our priorities by our actions. Unfortunately, I try to fake it, but I can't fake it, right? My priorities are still right out in the open. Unfortunately, I love sports. My wife would say, unfortunately. I love sports. I love sports. I love coaching. I love those things. And I can say to my wife... I put you first, but she sees right through it. 
right? I know the struggle. I know the struggle. Let's take a look at some other questions. Again, if you just answer one of these questions or you could answer one of these questions, you probably should do an inventory. All right? Here we go. After making the decision to turn your life and your will over to God, in what areas of your life are you still not putting God first? Right? What area are you blocking off God from the home, basically? It'd be like a real estate agent showing the house. But then blocks off a room because of a mass murder happened in there. Right? Right? Like, like I'm not going to let you in there. So what area are you blocking God from? And let's work on it. Right? We're, I love CR because we're at a place where we, I'm broken. I need Christ. I need help. So let's keep pushing forward. All right. Um, what in your past is interfering with you doing God's will? I'm going to skip that section. I'm going to kind of go through these because I'm running out of time. Uh, wh what have been your priorities in your job, friendships, and goals? Who did your prior priorities affect? What was, what was good about your priorities and what was wrong about them? So, I mean, all these questions we, be, we can begin to continue to answer. Moving on. Our next section is our attitude. Sorry, this is my first time doing this, so if I go over, oh well. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, all right. Uh, your attitude. So get rid of all bitterness, passion, and anger. No more shouting or insults. No more hateful feelings of any sort. Ephesians 4.31. But let's, let's think about that for a second. Get rid of all bitterness, passion, and anger. Now I read that scripture and I go, how do you do that? Right? <laughs> Is that only for the select few? Or how do I actually do that? I mean, I struggle with bitterness sometimes daily, right? But it's that giving to God aspect of taking a situation and actually on an inventory, writing it out, getting to a humble place of going, this stuff is mine, and this is the only thing that I can be in control of. I cannot control this person I'm bitter towards, right? Let's go to some of the other questions. Um, do you always try to have an attitude of gratitude or do you find yourself always complaining about your circumstances? Any complainers in the house? Woo! Yes. Uh, I, you know, <laughs> whether it's in my heart, right, or outwardly, I, it's still there, right? Yeah, um, I always have to fight the mentality. Always. It, this is, it's, it's almost embarrassing. This is my, one of my number one struggles. I always have to fight the mentality that I'm a victim. And I have not perfected that still. I still fall short. I always have to fight that I'm a victim. I'm not. I choose to be a victim. But in the moment, I can't think straight and I'm choosing and holding on that I'm a victim. And it's just not true. 
I tend to hold on to things that are not true, which is what an inventory hopefully brings out. Does that make sense? I'm holding on to something that's not true, but in reality, it's not true, <laughs> right? <laughs> so um, that's what I want to get through. And, and all this is if you're, look, if you're encouraged by possibly doing an inventory entry, talk to your sponsor, call them. How do I do it? I know B uh, did that two-week video. If you want to do that, right? Two weeks ago, she did that on how to do an inventory entry. We need to start doing these things to see the truth of a situation, to maybe see a little bit of our part. In what areas of your life are you ungrateful? Uh, I'm an anger group. Have you gotten angry and easily blown up at people? I'm an anger for a reason. Um, anyone got kids? <laughs> have, have, have they ever, you know, like... Yeah. Never? Have they, have they ever, like, in... A classic example. You're driving, having a good conversation, maybe with your spouse or a friend, and all of a sudden, you hear some stuff going on. Some fighting, some bickering. That, that never happens. It does in my car. And internally, I feel that anger boiling, right? Stop! <laughs> Whether it's just a little bit or not. I mean, it's there. It's ready to explode, right? In what areas of your... Um, have you been sarcastic? You can ask my wife and kids. I've never been sarcastic. <laughs> Ever. But one, one of the classic examples, um, especially for, I don't know if the ladies struggle with it, but the, but the guys. I know growing up as, as young men, I know we struggle with this a lot of... How many times have you laughed off a situation and just went, I'm just messing around. Why are you taking it so serious? Right? I'm just goofing. Well, you hurt someone. Oh, no, I'm cool, man. Yeah, we cool. No, no, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. I didn't put you on my inventory now. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know? Uh, what in your past is still causing you fear or anxiety? Fear is a, one of my... Big time things. I gotta, I gotta fly through this last one. Here we go. Your integrity. Do not lie to each other. You have left your old sinful life and the things you did before. Colossians 3, 9. Um, the great thing about Celebrate Recovery is this place is not a perfect place. It's filled with a, broken, a lot of broken individuals. But if you dive into community around people that are practicing recovery, your integrity is only is going to build all on its own because you begin to trust, you begin to pour into each other's lives, and your integrity will begin to follow. In what past situations were you dishonest? I love that statement. I think Scott Miller has said that in the past. An honest man alters his ideas to fit the truth. A dishonest man alters the truth to fit his ideas. That's gut-checking, right? How many times did I 
alter the truth to fit my ideas. Right? And what, yeah, no matter how, so go back. Yeah, yeah, that one right there. I'm going to, because I'm going to end here. I ran out of time, sorry. As we go through an inventory, I talk, we talked in, in, in the end, or in the beginning, that bad news. We don't like bad news. We don't like to unpack it. We don't like to see it. In fact, get it out of my face, right? But as you do an inventory, you're asked to look at it. And remember, as you go through an inventory, give yourself some grace. Give yourself a little bit of leeway to not be perfect in doing an inventory. Because remember, the miracle worker is Jesus Christ. Right? It's not me or my sponsor. It's Jesus Christ working through a relationships and us just keep practicing certain things, right? So in our inventory, discover your true character, right? Let's, start, let's get away from those other characters and look at a little bit of our true character in an honest way with people we trust and people we can confide in that maybe have a little bit of wisdom or have a little bit more time than we do, right? Get started. Now, I, I really meant that. Get started. If I know step studies are closed, and you do not have to wait for a step study to do an inventory entry. There's nothing like super special of a step study to finally do an inventory. You can do that like starting today, an actual inventory entry, whether that is seeing a YouTube video from two weeks ago or texting your sponsor going, how do I do an inventory entry? Teach me now. <laughs> and let's, let's start one situation at a time. Get started on it. So ask how to do an inventory entry. Get in a step study when they're available. Don't run away. Don't run away. Steps one through three seem like a breeze. I can do this in a step study, but eventually, step four, stay around. Keep doing a little bit of the work. Stay around, don't run away. And lastly, we can do this. Not, not me, we can. Woo! One inventory entry at a time, not 500 which it seems like that in the moment. Just do one at a time and go from there. Let me pray for us and, and then we'll get on out of here. Sorry, I went a little bit over. Lord, uh, grateful for my brothers and sisters that are here today. You've asked us to examine our life. You've asked us to look at some character defects that we have and turn them over to you. You've asked us to forgive and to make amends. And how do we get to those places if we can't figure out our part? 
And so, Lord, I want to encourage each one of us, Lord, if, if there's something, if, we've answer, if we could answer any of these questions today, that you stir something within someone's heart today to begin that process of an inventory entry. You're good. And help us to tap into what you have for us. In Jesus' name, amen.